The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Listen, they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Messages of hope. (laughs) Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. I'm laughing, I'm laughing because... I've just been through 10 minutes of technical challenges, and uh, I remember walking down the steps a couple minutes ago, walking deliberately, not running as time was running short, and saying to Ty, they're testing me, meaning spirits. We are always being tested how we react to anything, and I knew that I couldn't do this call-in show today if I was off balance, and I just trust spirit, and believe it or not, I did not get the electronics that I needed back in order. So Jeff, our wonderful engineer, is going to have to help me out by telling me who's waiting on the line today. But I was laughing because 10 minutes before the show, I heard from my friend Brenda across the veil. She showed me something that our friend Lynette was doing uh, just today. I texted that to Lynette, and I just saw the response that, yeah, exactly what Brenda showed me. Lynette had been doing. So what that tells me is exactly what I was just saying. Spirit knows what's going on. They know what's in our life. And I see a thumbs up. I pass the test. So, hey, we'll work with it. I hope that that's something you can take to heart right now because I know the news is a little bit crazy, at least in the United States it is. We're all in limbo. Who won the election? Who won the election? And, you know, after I found out that we don't know, I just turned off the news. I know that Ty will keep me informed. I don't want to get drawn into the craziness. So by all means, watch the news if you want to stay informed. But when you feel yourself getting sucked in by any drama, just remember, like my guide said today in the daily message, that above the clouds, the sun is always shining. So rise above the clouds. Yeah. So let's do that for the next hour. Let's just remain above the fray. I'm going to tune into my guides and answer questions that you all call in, and hopefully there are questions that apply to everybody that will help everybody listening. I save the personal questions and the readings for private readings, okay? But I have a bunch of slips of paper in front of me here. I'm going to write on it the names of whoever comes on the air, and at the end I'll do a drawing of those names to see uh, who wins one of my online courses as a thank you for calling in. Oh, by the way, 
11-11, that's next week, November 11th. I'm going to be doing a free video event online with the Shift Network to discuss soul-to-soul communications. Very high energy, lots of tips about how we, how and why we can all engage in soul-to-soul communications. So if you haven't already registered for that, please go to my homepage, SuzanneGiesman.com, and right at the top is a banner that will allow you to do that. It's going to be a really, really good evening. That's 8.30 p.m. Eastern time on 11.11. So hopefully you have a time zone converter and can figure out where that is in your part of the world. Thank you all so much for tuning in week after week. This is the first Thursday of the month of November. And so I'm going to take callers and it looks like Sandra is going to be the first one that I bring in. So let me put Sandra's name on while Jeff finds Sandra and brings her on. Are you there? Hi, this is Sandra. Yay, the system's working. Thank you, Jeff, and thank you, Sandra, for coming on the show. And I'm so thrilled because um, my father crossed over uh, September 15th, and I have embarked on a new journey of wanting to become a medium. And I just want to thank you because I am still listening to your book and I love, love everything. You give me so much inspiration. Every day I just tune in. And um, my question is, um, so that everyone can benefit from it, <laughs> is, um, geez, um, how can um, we uh, best, uh, what can we do to best um, notice messages um from our loved ones um okay that's a loaded question but i'm no it's not loaded at all it's a perfect question i know everyone can benefit from it absolutely and so first the first key is believing that they really are trying to get messages through to us and they do not all the time they just sometimes drop in just to give us our love but to be aware of them first set the intention to be aware, as silly as that sounds, if you don't set that intention, you allow the monkey mind of the ego to be in control. But when you set the intention to be aware as much as possible to not only what's going on in your human life, but from the soul awareness, you merge the two and you get into a state of what I call flowing awareness. You become like a radar that's that's actively scanning your entire field of awareness at all times, but it's a passive activity. So it's kind of like walking that fine line between focusing and just receiving. So set that intention, but also then the third key is engage in some kind of process of presence on a regular basis, daily is preferable, maybe 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, where you actually train your mind to be silent for longer and longer periods. It's impossible to silence the mind completely. That's what it does is process thoughts that naturally and spontaneously arise. But through a process of noticing the thoughts with the intention of widening the gap between them, just noticing them and letting them pass through your open awareness, you train yourself to have those longer gaps to quiet the monkey mind throughout the day. So we might call that meditation, but I call it training. 
<laughs> That's a long Thank answer. So how did, much. How did I know. sit with you? Yeah, it 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 sits with me, and it um oh, I want to study with you. That is my number one goal right now is to study with you. So I'm going to make that one of my intentions as well, and and sit That's with it. That's pretty easy to do. There are just tons of. Uh, that's not a right word. Tons. There are many, many videos on uh, YouTube and on my website. And then I have the mediumship course on the website and with the shift network. And we're actually going to have a new course with the shift network starting in December, December 2nd. That's next month already. Oh my gosh. So I'll be um, there. All right. Well, I'm grateful if it helps you at all, but uh, just know that if, if it's your soul's calling, if it's meant to be, you won't be able to not do it. You know what I mean? Uh, that gives me so much encouragement because uh, until I listened to your story, I thought you had to be born with this gift. Mm. It is a gift, but it unfolds in different ways for all of us. And you just don't know how it is going to unfold until you start taking off the wrapping paper, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so, so, so much. And thank you to well, all your, to Naya and your spirit guides. You're welcome. And I love that you're, you're embarking on this after your dad's passing. I know that he will be helping you. So just keep talking to him. Okay. I will do. Okay. Thank you all so right. much. Thanks for calling in. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Jeff, let me know who else is waiting. And he types it on the screen. I can see that part. Let me see. So while I'm waiting for that to pop up, I do have a question from somebody who wrote in. They couldn't join us today. The question's from Mark. He says, I have an assumption I've made that when loved ones communicate with you, they seem to speak with the voice that they had at the age they were when they crossed. Teens have teen voices, etc. But I've not yet heard about those who crossed very young who might have been pre-verbal. So I've been wondering if you get a sense of what age a person is. I know there's no age there that they present themselves to you. Good question, Mark, and it's one that comes up a lot in mediumship classes. There is a basic tacit understanding with those in the spirit world that they're going to come through in a reading, appearing, speaking as the age at which they passed. That's the way the medium's going to recognize them. I mean, if, if a medium said to you, I have here a, a little child, a little boy, and that was your dad who passed, that would make no sense. You wouldn't recognize him. So people come in at the age at which they passed, and then they show us different memories. Now, in the case of people who passed who were pre-verbal, babies, or even souls who were miscarried or were aborted, then they actually have symbols to show that. If we're completely clairaudient and only hear things, I see images of a baby being cradled in the arms. That means a child who's not talking. Now, this is a soul-to-soul -soul communication, so the information can actually come through as thoughts, which sound like your own thoughts. So it's really interesting the way spirits work with us. Through clairsentience and claircognizance, we just know and we feel what that spirit is trying to tell us. But age is a tricky thing. It's very subjective, isn't it? 
I mean, the older we get, the younger <laughs> we feel. So in, in spirit. So uh, the spirits know that if that's important to us, they'll get it through in a way that makes sense. I hope that answers Mark's question and helps some of you understand more of how it works. So I'm going to be bringing Suzanne, I, I hope that's how she pronounces her name, it's with an S and one N, on the line here. Anybody else that wants to call in, the number is 816-251-3555. So call in, Jeff will get you in the queue. And meanwhile, Suzanne... You're on the air. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. Do you pronounce your name like I do? You spell it correctly, yes. <laughs> well, you, you do too, since it's your name. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Okay, um, thanks for all the great work you do, and I've read your books, so I'm on board with your story. Um, my question is, I've got the mediumship stuff developing, and I'm working on it, and I get a lot in dreams. And for the, about two years, I had very vivid visit dreams. You, you know what they are, so I'm clear on yeah. that. Um, but a few more close people have passed, <laughs> and I'm not getting the visits from them. But it's kind of like a regular dream where a whole bunch of people who have passed are together, and we're just there hanging out like like nothing's happened. <laughs> um, previously, I could become lucid in the dream and say, wow, you know, you're dead, and you're uh -huh. here, so this is a dream, and I can ask you stuff. And I would ask them things, and they would tell me, you know, did it hurt when you died? What do you do over wow. there? And they're answering me. Very but good. It's, it's like things are yeah, things are changing now, and I'm not getting to that point where I even realize it's a dream anymore. So, I'm But you have set an intention to develop this in waking consciousness, correct? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, yes. so and this could be very I, I well do... what's happening, that because you set that intention, it's being turned off in your dreams so that you learn greater discernment when you actually sit to do it with intention in a waking albeit expanded state. Ah, perfect. Mm -hmm. That's okay. what it feels like. I um, get a thumbs up from my team. So don't be discouraged that you're not getting the dreams. They want you to develop clear two-way communications. Uh, I want, I, I'm going to say on demand, but there's no demanding about it, but you know what right. I mean. No. <laughs> by well, by guy consent together. Okay. Well, okay. and this year it's been tough. We're not having as many circles and, you know, everybody's distance. And I seem to do better in a group with strangers than I do with my own people over there. Well, that's perfect if you're going to be working as a medium. That's exactly what you want, right? <laughs> as long okay. as you maintain that, that connection with your own peeps. <laughs> right, right. I just I feel a shift in the way it's happening and wondered if, you know, am I losing it or is it just changing? Just changing. We don't ever lose it. This is a natural ability of the soul. We all can develop it. Just as we said with um, the earlier caller with Sandra, it just depends on how far you're supposed to take it. So okay, won't wonderful. it be fun to see? Yes, it will. This all right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Thanks for calling, Thank Suzanne. All righty. Bye. All righty. Bye-bye. All right, I put Suzanne's name in for the drawing, and now I'm writing on my little card, Maria, because I see you're on line one. 
and we'll bring you in and welcome you to the show. Hi, good afternoon. Thank you so much for taking my call. I'm a new caller, um, so I'm excited. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having a hard time, and this is part of my life journey, of letting go of transgressions of people I'm living with. I Mm. meet on some days because I'm learning, and then I will just crash to the point I'm non-functioning because they're over-controlling, there's a history of abuse. I'm trying to get myself to a point where I can leave, but it's been most of my life that Hmm. it's been one person or the next person or all of them combined. And so they're helpful on one end, and I'm grateful, and I try and go into gratitude, but it affects me functioning outside of my room to go and say cook because they're so controlling about the space and then other playing games, and it's like, their focus is more on that when there's so much else going on in the world mm-hmm. or other things that I enjoy. And now the space is taken away and it's just like just leaving the room to just do anything. I'm on guard and having to process a lot more and I don't vocalize as much. And so all that energy is constricting me in my throat to the point where I don't breathe properly and I'm holding my mm-hmm. breath and I get so angry okay. at times but with it nowhere to go really and that's my concern i don't want to get worse than my health i'm trying okay. to get more well, skilled so i can immediately be able to handle that when you can't necessarily change what's going on but you need to change yourself and how you're dealing with it and that's exactly the key right right there and the point is that somehow your soul There's some agreement that got you into relationship with these people, and now it's your turn to see what can I as a soul learn from this? What is the lesson? Is it to stand up for yourself in a loving way? Whatever it is, you will know it, but the way to overcome it is to get into soul awareness, to get into this dual way of seeing everything. Realize you're playing a role as Maria, and in that role, you're suffering. But who is it that's watching you play the role? You can actually rise above the clouds like Sanaya's message today and see it. All of this unfolding from the soul's perspective. If you see those who are acting so controlling as souls stuck in their roles, completely blinded to the fact that they are souls at the human level, There you find a little understanding of what's going on. You can find compassion for the fact that they're so blinded to the fact that they are a soul. Now when you step back into your role, you talk soul to soul to that person from a loving place. You Inside you can just kind of smile and say, I see you in their soul and I'm not going to play this game anymore. So you just lovingly ask in that moment of your own soul how do i best respond with from the soul and not the human the human who you're encountering will sense a human barrier put up that human wall and you'll get pushback they will push your triggers push your buttons trigger you so when you let down that guard and stand in the light of soul awareness and respond with love but with proper soul boundaries 
which is a huge shift in energy, it deflates their power. They no longer have anything to push back on because you are just standing there as the light. This is a very powerful technique, but you have to think about it in advance. Like a sports uh, player practices through visualization, put yourself in a scenario where you know they're going to behave the same way they always did and say, from a soul level, let me see how this could play out. Are you following this so far? Oh yeah, I was. I've been doing it, and that's how I tell other people to do it too. <laughs> <laughs> so then, repeat after me: that loved one is easy to love when I accept them as they are, but I don't have to tolerate unloving behavior. So now you're able to just radiate love at them anyway, love them as the soul they are, but now make decisions that are safe for you. And if you're continuing to be in that bad energy, now it's your time to really show the soul's courage to the human side of you and make that change because you are not here to change them. Only you can change your thoughts and how you interpret a situation. Yeah, I don't love them anyway, and that's my part of what I Human to, to human, with. but at a soul level, you both are sitting there above watching them, like eating popcorn and saying, mm -hmm. look at this. The human level, they've lost the love for each other, but we still love each other so much. wonder how much more we can learn from each other. Maybe it's time for our roles to part, but we'll always love each other. See, that's the, that's the divided awareness of the selves within us. So... When you can integrate that and just know that this decision is in everybody's best interest and comes from a place of love, it changes everything. So find that courage that is innately part of the soul to make the choices that get you out of a situation that clearly is unhealthy to your health. And do it from love and things will just fall into place. That's how it works. Okay? All right. Thank you. Right. You're welcome. Many blessings. All righty. Let's see. We have five minutes, so I do think I have time to take Bill's call. Bill, are you there? Hi. Hey, yes. Bill. I was and hoping Suzanne. it was this Bill. I know your voice from my well, class and well, calling in before. <laughs> Let me put your well, name down thank here. You are so kind. Thank you. Thank you so, uh, so much, Suzanne. Um, uh, I just am so grateful for all that you do. And my question uh, relates to lifting my energy and getting into an expanded state of awareness. When I hear you talk about this and on your tapes, it seems that you, uh, and maybe by practice, maybe by virtue of practice, you're at a point where you flip a switch and it occurs. Yes, right. And it, and okay. And so um, uh, I, the closest I have been able to come to that is that I somehow uh, learned how to hypnotize myself. And I can almost flip a switch and do that. And I use words and images. Those are two of the most effective tools. But mm -hmm. then I have a physical cue, a physical cue that I use that combines with those images that results in deep relaxation, uh, like <laughs> self-hypnosis. And I'm wondering if you use a similar technique with, with uh, I'm going to call it jumping or springing, 
into expanded uh, awareness. Because, I'm laughing, Bill, not frankly, at you, but only because you're basically giving a, a wonderful class to everybody who's listening on perfect methods uh, for doing this. Well, <laughs> well, well, words and images are two of our, our, that's the tools. I mean, Spirit gave us words and images. And so I use a mantra, you know, long E mm-hmm. sounds work very well for me, deeper peace. Exactly. And yeah. You know, and it flows. And then the image of like Sanaya the other day of bursting above the clouds into the sunlight. That's a good one. Or or swinging up to the trapeze or all of those. Um, uh, and then uh, a physical gesture. And um, I'm wondering what, what you do for expanded awareness. My enjoyment of it here, I'm rattling on a little bit, but my enjoyment of it is almost a distraction because it is so it feels so peaceful yeah so the first thing is you have had a meditative practice correct yes i have yeah yeah so you know what the state you're going for feels like we're calling it expanded awareness but truly what the expanded awareness is is an alpha brainwave state for those who are more scientific minded most of you listening right now are in a beta state so you're actively alert listening i hope (laughs) even if you're Mm -hmm. relaxing so the expanded awareness state is just physiologically a slowing down of the brain waves And so you're using visual cues and uh, words to get you into that state Mm -hmm. when here's very simply, it's just the intention followed by something. Maybe it is that word, maybe it is that, that visual, but truly what will get you there quite quickly is one slow, deep breath. And because the mind can go there instantly, but the body has to get there as well. And so by taking that deep breath, what you do is you trigger the the parasympathetic nervous system with the vagus nerve. I'm getting into the physiology of it now, but this is why it works. In fact, I'm Mm -hmm. really going to be teaching this in the upcoming course, Bill. So we're giving a little Mm -hmm. peekaboo here. But that that slow, deep breath, the deeper you go, especially on the exhale, the pressure of the muscles as you do that presses on the vagus nerve which triggers the body to relax and automatically the brain slows down you drop right into alpha brainwave state couple that with the intention to be in expanded awareness and you're there and the intention yes the intention is is something that i often forget to do but the intention is is something you state, right? When you set the intention. Well, it can be, and we're going to go to a words. break in 25 seconds, so we have to prepare to, to okay. shift here. But really, the intention right. can just be like, here we go. We're going into expanded awareness, and the breath okay. and right. acts on that intention. So you don't need a word, but if you Wonderful. need a word like, like aware, that that is giving yeah. – verbiage to your intention so here we go for a break and thank you so much all right thank you so much all righty bye-bye
We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Hi, everybody. Jeff, can you turn that echo off, please? And we're back for the first Thursday, Ask Suzanne or Sanaya. Let me tell you, when you ask Suzanne, she checks with Sanaya every time before answering because I want to make sure my answers come from a higher place than my human role here. Uh, the number to call in, for those of you who don't know it, is 816-251-3555. So we have Kathleen, who has been hopefully patiently waiting. I'm going to put your name on a card for a drawing, Kathleen, and welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Um, I, I know that there are spiritual laws or however you want to put it, people call it karma and whatnot. How did it, can Sanaya or you answer, how did it ever either get started, the thought or the teaching get started that it was wrong to be connecting with those who have passed? <laughs> oh, gosh, you know, I hear this word shouted in my ear as you say that. And I bet a bunch of you know what the answer is. Power, power. If people oh. knew that we could, can all connect with higher guidance then we don't need to go to others to get it. Then we wouldn't need gurus. We wouldn't need spiritual advisors. We wouldn't need entire organizations. We enjoy the what those categories that I just said, but when we find out that we can connect ourselves because we are direct emanations of the field of love, of awareness... That's the most powerful thing anybody can come to know. So just embrace that. And anybody who tries to tell you differently, see them from the soul's perspective, just smile and say, hey, you soul in there, I see you. And we know better, don't we? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I figured it was fear also, you know, and you can't blame people for if they if they haven't had experiences or good experiences, then they're trying to use discernment and fear gets involved. Maybe that, but I just wonder, it's such a deep seated thing. Like don't well, you be doing that, you know, conjuring up, you know what I mean? <laughs> well, the fear. Okay. So let's talk about the fear that could come from several places. Fear could come from having people in power tell you that's bad. And then there's fear. But fear could also come from people who were not sufficiently aware of their own inner light, did encounter some lower vibratory thought forms and were fearful and then advised others not to do it. So when we connect, we learn to do so from a place of high vibration, from a place of no fear of being the light and being the brightest shining light we can be, knowing that through the spiritual law of self-personal responsibility that says, if I tell you any thought form, any aspect of consciousness to remove yourself from my field, you must, and they do, then there's no fear. So there's there are other things at play here, but that hopefully is a satisfying answer that 
comes from a higher place. Thank you so much. No, that that does help. That makes perfect sense. Thank you very much. <laughs> Great. Thank you, and I thank my team for that one. All righty. Let me take a call. Uh, I'll take a caller next if you can get Francis on the line. I have in my hands a printout of some questions that people sent in. One of them makes me laugh. Are you planning to do more Hemisync CDs? If any of you are familiar with those, I, they are on my website. I have four CDs in the Mediumship series, and they are guided meditations dictated by my team in spirit, put to beautiful music, and overlaid with the Hemisync tones, which help the two hemispheres of your brain come into synchronization, making it easier to drop into those expanded states that Bill and I were talking about earlier. And as a matter of fact, this is my first time to announce it publicly. I think this is so funny that that question came up because this may sound like a commercial, but it's really an answer to the question. Uh, Yes, in fact, just after the new year, we're going to have a brand new CD, part of a whole new series with Hemisync that was given to me just a few weeks ago by my team. They got me up in the middle of the night, much to Ty's chagrin. If I lie there for an hour and can't sleep, I know it's time to get up and get a download. And this time they actually dictated a brand new script for a new recording. And the Hemisync folks loved it, loved the concept. It's going to be a series of uh, tools for awakening. And this first one is going to be called Getting to Know Your Fundamental Self. It's powerful. So there will be more about that. If you're on my newsletter, you'll hear You'll be the first to hear when it comes out or on my Facebook page. So, Francis, sorry to keep you waiting with that long-winded answer, but welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. Can you hear me okay? okay. I sure can. I guess my question is kind of about intuition. So, I haven't had this happen in a while, but I would have this experience with someone in my life that we tend to sort of butt heads every now and then. And um, what happens is I would I would sort of hear this, I would have this thought in my head like, oh, so-and-so and I have been getting along really well for a while now, and I would be happy about that. But then I soon realized after this happened to me at least a couple of times that I believe it was my intuition telling me that something was going to happen with this person, you know, to disturb the peace in a way. So in a way, it was like a warning, but not straightforward. It was, you know, like sort of, it came through like I I was happy and it felt very naive, like, oh, I was happy. There's been peace and harmony between us. But now I kind of realize it was kind of a warning to let me know, like something's going to happen. There's going to be some friction. I just wondered about that. Is is that my intuition? And and is, is that something that happens a lot where you kind of get a message, but not a clear message, like you'd have to interpret it yourself? Well, the interpreting yourself part is the intuitive part of that. What actually happens when you get a hit about somebody that you're going to interact with and then that interaction actually takes place is often the the higher self getting that insight, that information through to you. Now, what's funny here about what you said is you, you automatically expect some conflict and that's what you get. So I would be very cautious to not interpret any time that a thought that you're getting along with this person means that you're about to have conflict. What that feels like to me is you you get this this hit from spirit that this things have been going well with them, good for you, 
and then you go to the past of how your interactions have been. What would be really cool is if you use this awareness that you're going to interact again to say, hey, now we're going to try something different. I'm going to see them from the soul's perspective where the gig is up. We're just souls interacting. And this time I'm going to accept them exactly as they are and things are going to go smoothly. So that could be a really fun experiment, eh? Okay. It's not that I automatically sort of received that thought and interpreted that way. Just looking back after that had happened a couple of times, I kind of took it as sort of like a, a warning, you know, that it wasn't what I thought it was. But you're huh. saying that I just sort of in, interpreted that it that way and I just need to see it from a different perspective. Let me tune into that again. <sighs> so... All that I'm hearing from my team is that this person in your life is one of your greatest teachers, which is not your question. You asked, are you interpreting that intuitively? But when you when they come into your mind again, this is a time to know that every opportunity will unfold exactly how it's meant to based on the choices you make. So you can use that as a chance to say, no matter what might happen, we're going to use this as a learning opportunity. And I'm going to see if we can get through this without any friction at all. Okay? Okay. I have kind of uh, seen it as, as a learning uh, opportunity in a way. I, I have said to myself that um, I learn from this because this is not how I would treat other people. It sort of treats me. It teaches beautiful. me how I do not want to be. That's what oh, I've beautiful. Of it, you know. And I'm trying to that. understand that the other person isn't, I don't think they're deliberately trying to hurt me, but I think they're like on the human level, there's, there's sort of a competition or sort of like maybe uh, that they feel threatened by me somehow or something, you know, and and I'm trying to see it from a very human person. I mean, you know, not a human perspective. Yeah. The soul's perspective. So so for everybody listening, the most beautiful way to do that is what Wolf in my book, Wolf's Message, advised all of us to get out of the head and into the heart. The head is just the human brain consciousness that pulls up all these old patterns of the way we deal with people over and over again. You see them and the old patterns come up Mm -hmm. into your conscious brain. So you literally move your awareness to the heart and just radiate love outward. You stand there in that heart awareness. And in that awareness, you can actually on the inside smile inside as they act through life in their blindfolded ways, ignorant to the fact that they may be a soul or acting out through hurt, which is most often the case. And you just send them love and the response that comes out of your mouth to that will come from a higher place. You'll hear yourself and say, wow, that was different. I like that. Okay. That's intuition. Could I ask you one quick question? Sure. Well, it's just an observation. So I listen to your show almost every week, if not every week. And I've noticed now three times that I've listened to your show. The next show that comes on after it, the same show is playing three times now, and I looked it up. It's a recording of, of a different person on Unity Radio, and it's it's a show from June. And I just, it's not the show that's supposed to come on after you, because when I look on Unity's page, it, it shows different <laughs> radio show. <laughs> and I'm just you, wondering, usually, like, I think... You, you, 
you know, Francis, usually I say, well, let me ask higher consciousness. But in this case, I'm going to have to tell you to ask somebody at Unity Radio. <laughs> I can't <laughs> okay. explain that because one. I figured that, that, that maybe my spirit guides or somebody was sort of playing this show over and over for me till I, so I finally, I, I listened to it all the way through and I, I registered for their workshop. It, it's about, uh, <laughs> uh, well, it could be in that creativity. case. It yeah, could I be, but actually Jeff says he's going to look into that. it. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling in. All right. All right, Thank Francis. Bye-bye. All righty. So we entered Francis in the drawing. I love doing that. I always set my alarm so I don't forget to do the drawing. We have Kim on line six. And I thank you for your patience. Kim, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? Doing great. I hope you are too. Uh, Well, I'm hanging in. um, But I have recently taken your online course and it is absolutely amazing. So which one um, is that? Is that um, making the connection? Making the connection, yes. Oh, great. That's yes. the mediumship and it's, course. It's, uh-huh. it's amazing how um, step-by-step it is, and it's easy for a beginner to understand. So I appreciate that. And um, myself, like the previous caller, um, I lo- recently lost my mom. And, um, you know, naturally I'm in search of connecting but um, her and I, we, we always had a connection with my grandmother when she passed, and we always looked for signs, and we knew that they were signs. So um, she has been coming to me in dreams, nice. um, which I know are visitations. Um, but my question is, and I wanted to know if you hear this often or if you know this, um, there's a place in my dreams that is always the same and it's it's a house but it's not my house or a house that I feel like I've been to and when my grandmother passed almost five years ago it's the same house that I see her in so Hmm. I don't know if that's some kind of I love this Kim because I love how spirit will answer your questions when you ask and I want to model that for everybody who's listening. You set the intention that you get the answers from higher consciousness. They just drop it right into your head. You're talking and I at the human level and saying, "But I don't know about dreams. I don't know about dreams." And it just doop, you shift your consciousness and the guides say, "That's the stage your loved ones have chosen to use. That house. It's the set." that house okay. so it may not have okay. any meaning but you recognize it and now you associate that with your dream visits and here they come how cool is that absolutely and it, and it feels comfortable to me but i know i was never there but i can describe every room in this house <laughs> for you and and that's and and it's it's been an ongoing dream for the past five years and my mom has been unfortunately she she died suddenly you know, unexpected, mm. and um, it's that same house that she's in that my grandmother was in, and I'm thinking, you know, is it, is it, what is this? What is it about this house? But I feel so comfortable there. It's, it's a yeah. comforting feeling. And what's cool so. is once we get outside of the body and out of these dense bodies, we create with consciousness instantly. Unlike here, we have to build the house. Your grandmother built that house in consciousness, projected it into your awareness in the dream state, and your mom has joined her there in consciousness. So shes it's pretty cool that she's already learning her way around, huh? Well, it's wonderful, and it's its a great feeling, and I know I'm on, on the road to uh, to more connection. So, And, and it's thanks wonderful. to you. You make, it, you make it very, very easy. So 
Thank you so much for that feedback. That's the goal. Yes, indeed. All right. Lots of love to you and everybody who's been calling in, to everybody listening. My heart's just wide open to all of you. Gosh, I love being in this group. Let's see. We have Robin. Thank you for your patience. Welcome to the show. Hi, Suzanne. Uh, Hey. Can you hear me? I sure can. Okay. Thank you so much for doing this today. It's it's great to focus on something positive and what's really important during this crazy time in our country. Well, recently I've had this image of Sanaya speaking through you. It seems like it was a message coming to me. And uh, what they were saying through you was the lessons to be learned, and they were smiling, where you were smiling as you channeled it. And I don't know if it was an actual message or just my wishful thinking of an answer to a question. And what I was pondering was a recent diagnosis of an incurable disease. And before I could even finish the thought, the image of you saying that um, with Sanaya was the lessons to be learned. Is that what Sanaya would say about um, serious illnesses? Oh. You were clearly tuning in because that's what absolutely any of the challenges that we face are, we can see them as something awful or as opportunities to learn. So what is it that you have to learn to be free of fear, to learn about uh, taking uh, ownership of that diagnosis or seeing it as a visitor in your body, accepting it or not there's so many lessons but the greatest lesson of all is self-realization learning who yourself really is a part of the greater self the greater mind of the of the universe the cosmic mind this is getting into really deep stuff but Mm -hmm. truly i if you don't go to that place of fear there's so much that can come into your awareness so the fact that you already picked that up through expanded awareness shows that you have a lot more that can come in the same way. Okay, thank you. I felt that way. I also can already see the people around me changing. I mean, I know I'm trying to find a silver lining, but it does yeah. seem like it has brought out a lot of love in the people around me. So there are lessons too, I guess. Isn't that the way it works? Some of our greatest challenges bring that out in everybody, and we we really embrace what's most important, that connection, that loving each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you well, so listen, I just all of us, if we could all just take a moment now, we all need healing in some way, but let's just mm-hmm. send lots of healing energy to Robin and just know that the greatest good is going to be happening through you. Okay? Okay, great. Thank you so all much. All right. Thanks for calling in. Okay. All righty. I do have time for another caller. Lots of callers. I love how you all are so engaged with the show. And we have Amy waiting to come in. So welcome to the show, Amy. Is that me? Is that me? Yeah, that's you. Well, if your name is oh, Amy. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, hi. Thank you so much. I First of all, I just want to say you're um, – podcast has got me through this whole time. I've listened to every single episode and I can't wait for Thursday. So thank you so much for all you're doing. Just oh, it helps so much. So um, I just wanted to actually the caller prior to your last caller ask the question that was similar to actually what I was going to ask. So that was pretty cool. But um, okay. I wanted to know, 
I actually had a very um, vivid dream the other night, and it was uh, very, like, uh, upsetting. And I thought, and I woke up, and it was, like, very, like, around 3 o'clock in the morning, and I, it was about somebody I know, and it was almost like having this dream to vis- understand on a, uh, I guess, feel what it feels like to lose a child and I felt like I was in the in like having this happen and it was you know uh I just woke up and was actually just like sweating and everything and I just kept praying and praying for the family and then um the next morning I was like why did I have that and I also thought maybe I was just processing information in the news and all everything happening so but I felt okay in the morning and I meditate a lot so I started just listening to, I always pick different spiritual interviews. And I, the first one I picked up on was um, a different spirit speaking about how we have dreams, talking about exactly what happened to me. And a person was saying, we have this happen because we um, can clear out energy for, like that one, sometimes when this happens, we're actually helping other souls clear out the energy like it's hard for me to remember exactly how he explained it but it made me feel so much better and it was like this release and like the person who was saying she it goes to this certain house I wonder if there's an energy and for me for this I hope I thought wow if I had that dream and went through that energy woke up and was praying maybe I helped take some of the to take some of that negative energy that might still be stuck. If that well, that sense. can certainly happen. I would go back to what you said, though, about dreams dealing with unconscious things going on in your mind. So many things that happened in the previous day are still at the surface, and they have to be processed by the mind. So right. they, they run around in there. But anytime you can have any kind of release from that happening is a blessing. It's it's very interesting to me that I rarely watch TV, but I watched a show just the other night about half an hour before going to bed. And then in the middle of the night, all of a sudden I was that character in the TV show and I was having all these scary, uncomfortable experiences. And I realized how much so many people who watch a lot of TV have to process because they brought all that into their awareness. Now, what do you do with it? So be very, very aware of what you're feeding your mind, especially right before you go to bed. But if you can process it out, wonderful. Otherwise, it could really build up a charge within you. I don't know if I answered your question or not, Amy. Uh, you did. I just wonder, though, if when we're having uh, extremes, do actually, t- if we are helping other souls when we're sleeping, I guess. is Okay. You know, the soul is always helping other souls when it needs to happen. We are souls that are aware at all times, but that awareness doesn't always filter to our human awareness. So let me ask the team here. Yes, that can happen, they say. There's your short answer. (laughs) I'm going to go into this long explanation. I get shaken here, like, just ask us. So there's your answer. (laughs) Oh, good. That feels good. So thank you okay. so much. All right. Thank you for time. calling. Okay. All righty. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. So we just have a couple minutes left. I'm going to turn the alarm off on my phone and do the drawing now. Give me a second so that alarm doesn't bother me. There we go. So 
I promise you all I'm not looking at the names on the slip. I am shuffling, shuffling, shuffling. And there's the one we're going to call. It actually fell out of the pack, and it's Kathleen. If you're still listening, or if you listen in the archives, reach me through the contact me form at the end. Reach out to Bev, my assistant, actually, and tell her which of the three online courses you'd like, and we'll get to that right away. So we still have a minute and a half to go. Rather than rambling, I'd like us all to practice that breath that I was talking about with Bill. I start every reading with a slow, deep breath, and I ask my sitters to breathe with me, and I'm stunned how often I say, let's take a deep breath together, and they go, that's not going to do it. (laughs) That's a deep breath, but what we're trying to do is by taking this inhalation, we take so hard that we press the lungs against this nerve that runs down from the brain all the way down through most of the the torso there so breathe in nice and deep with me now like to the count of four one two three four now with the intention of totally relaxing exhale to six until you can't exhale any more breath from your lungs relaxing 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 you've exhaled so much that you're naturally pressing on that vagus nerve how do you feel now compared to how you felt before you did that nice relaxing breath does that feel wonderful or what I practice this when I get my blood pressure checked in doctor's offices and they always look at me and say, how'd you do that? Because you get it nice and low. It's a natural response. Practice this breath when you listen to the news for the rest of the week and be peaceful. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Join me next week and the following weeks. We have a great lineup of guests this month. I love you all so much. Go out and have a peaceful week. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.